0: I know, I know. What can you expect from a ship named the Skint Idget? People play to type and so do ships if the number of marauders and hellraisers floating around is anything to go by. Hold your shielding as soon as look at you, Jesus have mercy. The Milky Way is infested with pirates and when I have my own planet I will invest in some decent planetary defences. But there aren't any pirates on the Beta Orygi spur of the Interstellar Railroad. There's no one at all except us. Our backers sent us out here because it is completely feckin' unmapped. As in, we are the first human beings to ever set foot in this region of the galaxy. Here be dragons. I wish. Dragons. Now that'd be something we could flog for cash in hand. So far, we have discovered. Seventeen planets scarred to the crust, presumably in all-out wars fought by their late owners. Six planets, abundant in alien life forms, presenting varying degrees of convergent evolution. Nothing bigger, smarter, or more valuable than a rabbit. And three planets that aren't there anymore. See all out wars of planetary reduction. Advanced level. These wars all happened millions and millions of years ago. The aliens who prosecuted them are extinct. In the year 2066 of our feeble human reckoning, Homo sapiens is the only intelligent species in the galaxy. Although I'm not so sure about the intelligent part. Exhibit A, our pilot, Woolly, a Wookiee. She's not really a Wookiee, of course. If there were any living aliens, which there aren't, I'm sure they would not resemble the fond imaginings of George Lucas. It's atac based cosmetic surgery. The DNA for the hair grafts comes from llamas, but the overall effect is convincing, as well as smelly. Woolly is asleep in a pilot's couch beside me right now. She is snoring. Woolly, snore, snore. Woolly, I nudge her. A louse crawls out of her arm hair. I pinch it between thumb and forefinger and wipe my fingers on my jeans. We're coming up on the next planet. You might want to wake up now. She surfaces, groaning and pushes her fringe out of her eyes. On the console, the main optical feed screen shows the view from the nose camera. The interstellar railroad stretches away ahead of us, a glimmering double line of pure ghostly energy joined by ties of the same spooky stuff. No stars are visible. We're rushing through mysteriously folded space at two light years an hour, except it's a lot less than that now, because we'll be slowing down as we go around the next loop to see if there's anything there worth exploring. Oh, my freaking God, Woolly says. What's that? The words are scarcely out of her mouth when I see it too. There's some kind of obstruction at the junction in the distance where we will veer off onto the next loop. The bridge of the skin digit is always crowded because a Boeing X-80 is simply not a very large ship. Harriet, Morgan and some other odds and sods are playing blackjack for chocolate chips at the navigation table. They all rush up to peer over our shoulders. I'm in the co pilot seat, which I shouldn't be because I'm not a pilot. I'm just the chief ATEC scout. But I have worked on the railroad more or less continuously since I was eighteen and I say, relax, it's only some gandhi-dancers. The gandhi-dancers are the maintenance entities that came with the Interstellar Railroad. They look like small, grey humanoids with overgrown heads. Yes, the same buggers are used to sneak around Earth in their flying saucers. It is thought they were trying to determine if we were sentient or not. These ones are standing on the railroad, right at the junction, waving their tools and bouncing up and down. No one knows if the gandhi dancers are robots, biologicals, automated at a high level or governed by conditional logic. No one knows where they came from. No one knows if they created the railroad or were created along with it. And least of all, does anyone know why they bother after all these millennia? But it is clear to any sentient being that they are telling the skint it Not this way! Wooly, they don't want us to go down the loop, I say. Maybe we better not. This should not be my decision. It should be the captain's. He's standing right behind me, breathing noisily through the grill of his exoskeleton. He is taken to clanking around in this exoskeleton all the time. He bought it on Arcadia a few months ago. It's A-tech, very advanced, but it makes it hard to tell what he's thinking, especially when he's not saying anything. We rush closer to the junction, and now I see what's got the gandhi dancers in a tizzy. Just beyond the junction, on the local loop, there is a hole in the railroad. A hole in the interstellar railroad. Some ties are missing on either side of it, too. The ends of the track look uneven. Chewed. Woolly, I say sharply. We'll keep going as we were. But she doesn't move. She's frozen up completely. Her hairy hands grip the armrests of her couch. Behind me, everyone's yelling in terror. The skin digit zooms into the junction. The gandhi dancers spring out of our way. I lean across Woolly, grab the yoke and throw it over hard... Too late. We hurdle on to the local loop. So all I've accomplished is to steer us against the curvature of the loop, which is a big no-no, and we fly off the railroad, just short of the holes in the track, into the orbital space of planet number 27. The whine of the chain dogs cuts out. The nucleothermal drive we use for in-system maneuvering kicks in with its own whooshing hum. Wooly screams. What is that?! There's nothing there, I shout, which is not exactly true. Planet number 27 is there. It's just not in one piece. It's in about a million pieces. A new twist on the old wars a planetary reduction theme. The bright, bluish-tinged light of a G-type main sequence star flashes upon continent-sized shards, some of them drifting horribly close to the skin digit. I keep my grip on the yoke and steer us back towards the railroad, praying I won't smash us into anything. Attitude control thrusters, yells the captain, reacting at last and not before time. His armored torso crushes me sideways as he leans between our seats to reach the controls. It's eating the railroad, Woolly squeals. She's pointing at the infrared display and it does look like there's something there. Fields of heat, like fluttering wings, embrace the ragged ends of the gap in the railroad.